Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Philosopher Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Jiga Jr. And today our guest is a true rags to mayor story. My goodness, his story is unbelievable. The straight-talking, good-looking mayor of uh, the historic city of Manila, Mayor or Yormi Isco Moreno. Hi, sir. Hi, uh, Jiggy. Uh, magandang uh, gabi sa iyo. Tama ba? Maayong gabi. Uh, That's correct. At uh, That's sa iyo mga followers and viewers, uh, kamusta po kayo? Uh, I hope you're uh, safe. And please, continue to be safe and healthy. Uh, this is a very important thing nowadays. More than money. No, you really have to take care of yourself. Because nowadays, not even a single cent or millions of pesos uh, will save you uh, and protect you from this uh, pandemic and this dreadful virus. No? But uh, I hope and I wish that every Cebuano or every person who are watching this uh, philosophical broadcast or podcast, kayo iligtas lahat. Sir, um, you're in the national headlines again, and again for good reason. You're uh, uh, swab testing uh, your uh, people in Manila, all the Manilenios, plus, of course, other people uh, who want to get a test. We'll, we'll talk about that later on. But right now, um, you know, you're known for your straight-talking, no-bullshit, tough guy Not tough. approach. Not tough. Tough yeah. love. Lang. Tough love. Tough uh, love. Approach, your, your dashing, good looks, your youthful exuberance. Um, you seem to uh, remind people of a certain mayor in some city in Mindanao that became a president of the Republic. I don't know if you ever hear this comparison, but you're like uh, a prettier uh, Duterte. I don't know if you, you ever get that comparison. No, I am, uh, I am no comparison to uh, the president. Uh, he's been in the, the government for 30 years, straight forward, so well experienced, more experienced uh, uh, mayor before he became president. I have not achieved uh, that kind of success in leadership in Davao during his time. So I'm just starting and trying to excel from this field and trying to do my job. I took an oath. I have to fulfill those oaths. We in the government should continue to fulfill our oath, especially uh, during this time you know, where people uh, need their government to govern and to do some actions or movement. Yes, of course. Uh, your your uh you're long ways to go from becoming uh, uh, another Duterte, but what I'm trying to say is your mold, parang yung hulmahan mo, is similar. Um, now, if you, if you unmask that pretty face, if you strip down Isco Moreno to the core, what are your governing principles, sir, with all due respect? What are your governing principles? What is your operating system? What gets you Logic. every single day? Logic compassion, and just. Because I can never be right all the time. Only God is always right. But in governance, you have to be just. You always have to see the other side of the coin and understand uh, through compassion while firm 
uncertain about rules, but compassionate as being human. Yun lang yung mga logic is sometimes available there. All you have to do is to look deeper. Yun lang. You know, I have no... Hindi ako pinalad na magkaroon ng proper education. In my life, it's an open book. Alam ng tao sa basura na ko nang galing. And I thank God for that. Now I see why I was put there in my younger years, although I'm still young, but in my younger years, early years, to really understand the people by being with them, like them, and live with them. Um, you're, you're probably the youngest mayor in the history of, of Manila, right? Although you've yes, been in definitely. politics for quite a long time. You've been, you were a councillor three times over. You were a vice mayor. So you've been in politics for roughly two decades, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Yes, uh, I got elected at the age of 23, the youngest councillor ever elected in the city of Manila. And I got elected, uh, after nine years, I got elected as vice mayor at the age of 32, the youngest vice mayor ever elected in the city of Manila. Uh, and the youngest mayor elect, no, elected, because there was a mayor, a good mayor, one of our idols, uh, uh, na kasunod ni uh, Greek mayor, Mayor Lacson, uh, si Mayor Villegas. But okay. unfortunately, uh, Mayor Lacson died in office while okay. Vice Mayor Villegas, at the age of, uh, I think, 44, no? when, when, he, when he, he got uh, to assume to the, the office. So he became mayor, young mayor. But uh, being elected, uh, yes, uh, I'm the youngest. Three records. Uh, uh, I don't know if that's fortunate or, uh, or unfortunately, uh, but uh, I love, I, I really love uh, doing public service and uh, to be factual about it, uh, modesty aside, yeah, I used to be an actor and doing showbiz uh, before I entered into politics, but when I won in, 2000, in 1998, I immediately stopped and learned and studied and dedicated my life to public service. Uh, kasi nahiya ako sa taong bayan. Uh, nung nahalal na ako, para bang, I, I cannot do both. I have to do one to excel from it. Uh, and I choose public service. So that's why I was out of showbiz uh, for quite some time. Then uh, uh, dire na ako. Plus, uh, uh, hindi naging kaila sa inyo. It was made also public. I was uh, being, uh, one way or another, bullied. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, artista, wala yan. Pakit-kit lang yan. Bobo yan. Because <laughs> when I entered into public service, high school finished lang ako noon at the time. Uh, it's not my own doing. It's just that economically speaking, my mother is from Samar. My father is from uh, uh, yeah, Antique. Kaya full-blooded Bisaya ako, sa totoo lang. By blood, ha? By blood. Naturally. Wariwara. Isko, we've seen so many young politicians, promising careers, promising politicians. You know, they're very young and exuberant and passionate and all of that stuff. 
but eventually they get swallowed by the system. You see them becoming a shadow of who they once were. Parang nawala na sila. What do you think would you want to do to prevent yourself from being swallowed by the system and uh, become uh, uh, just one of those typical traditional politicians? What do you think will ISCO do to not make that, to make sure that that doesn't happen? Well, one, I cannot guarantee you that because people change. People change because of its environment. Sabi nga ng teacher ko noong sa Araling Panlipunan, noong elementary ako, ang pinakamabisa daw na influensya sa isang tao ay ang kanyang kapaligiran. And you know, this, this environment of mine or ours uh, is uh, a very challenging environment. Yeah. So tendency, mahawa ka. So that I cannot guarantee. Now, to keep me away you know, from that, I always uh, remind myself where I came from and what's my reason going to public service. I always remind myself that. So, so that uh, pag uh, medyo naliligaw ka na landas, at least I have something to uh, look back and, hoy, ano ba ang dahilan mo ba't ka nag sumali dito sa public service? Nire-remind ko ang sarili ko. And to top it all, alam mo, hindi ako reliyoso, no? I have so many. Kasalanan ko sa Diyos, hindi nga ako nakapagsimba ng madalas. But I pray all the time. Most of the time and all the time. Ang isang talagang kinakatakot ko. To keep me away from that, the way you asked me, is takot ako sa Diyos talaga. Kasi kung ito'y binigkaloob sa akin ng Panginoon Diyos, on instant, from garbage to glitz and glamour of showbiz from nowhere, you know, eh pwede rin bawi sa akin to anytime. So I value that. So yun ang aking North Star. I am no perfect. I am no angel. But I don't want to be that kind of bad. Jormi, you've only been a mayor for a little over a year, right? But you've already accomplished all of these things. So let me enumerate to you some of the things that I, I, uh, I have researched about. You were able to clean the streets of Manila from vendors and all other structures. Uh, you were able to give 1,000 pesos allowance to students, uh, laptops for 1,000 or 11,000 students and teachers, and you were able to fix the garbage problems by incentivizing the people through coupons. Uh, uh, how are these uh, issues that uh, were sort of campaign promises, uh, how are they now, Yormi? Uh, uh, are they uh, already up and running or uh, you're still in the process of, of achieving them? Sa awan ng Diyos, Jiki, I am grateful to my vice mayor. I am grateful to the city council. I am grateful to my fellow workers, 11,000 of them in the city government. All our dreams and aspirations are now being realized in less than one year. Modesty aside. When we said we will address informal settlers by copying one of my idol, Lee Kuan Yew, creating in-city vertical housing program. If you Google it, last month, less than one year, we start building Tondominium 1, Tondominium 2. It's a vertical 15-story 
with elevator for our ISL. Tomorrow, Jiggy, timing, we're going to uh, we're going to a ground break. Binondo minimum one, and again Binondo minimum. So this is our aggressive approach in our ISL or informal settlers. And you know that uh, uh, by news, or maybe you've been to Manila, uh, marami kaming ISL. And I want that once and for all, once and for all, I may not succeed no, in addressing all, but I'm like putting, a pig, uh, I mean, paving the way towards a new era of housing, utilizing open space owned by the government in a highly urbanized cities, duplicating spaces and making it available sa taong bayan. To have a decent 44 square meter, two bedroom condominium for our ISA. That's one. When we promise that we're going to build a Makati Med or St. Luke's type of hospital, and that is our aspiration also during the campaign and our visions. Now, about two months ago... The garbage problem. Um, I, I'm curious about that, the fixing of the garbage problem and the way you incentivize the people through coupons. Because I think society uh, responds better if you incentivize them uh, the right way. So how is that working out, Mayor? The, uh, exactly. Tell us about that story, about, about how you're a basurero and how, how uh, you're fixing the garbage problem through the right incentives. Go ahead, sir. Uh, uh, anyway, so anyway, the, the hospital is now being built. So all of those promises were built. I were on track. Even Kanina, let me just share it to you. We we promise our Muslim brothers and sisters we will correct history of Manila uh, and dedicate as a matter of gratitude to our ancestors Ra Suleiman and Rahal Kandula. Our city is occupied by our Muslim brothers and sisters, and they have no no place here to bury their loved ones. So kanina nilaunch namin yung uh, Muslim Cemetery. Now, uh, let me now answer that, that uh, no, question. Well, simple lang yun. Uh, eh, dati naman akong basurero. Alam ko nabibenta at hindi nabibenta. It's just that I am fortunate that private sectors would believe to an idea wherein they will infuse money to get the garbage and to be recycled somewhere else and to be utilized in some factories. No? Kaya madaling na inumsad. Oh, yung uh, uh, plastic at pera. No? So, in fact, uh, Alaska came in, uh, a cement company came in, and uh, uh, a bottling company came in uh, through the likes of uh, Miss Nanette Medved, uh, former actress. No? Uh, yun. So, yun yung una. Then, one of the biggest issue is the collection. Before I, you know, uh, because pinalitan nila yung yung matagal lang naglilinis ang may from nowhere. I don't know why, but now it's it's, it's uh, so far modesty aside. Uh, uh, we're there. We're going there. Being efficient in uh, collecting garbage on time, you may see garbage on a particular hour because wala pa yung truck. But most likely, within a day, mawawala Then, we put an end or literally confront 
solid materials in our waterways. So nagtayo kami ng Estero Rangers wherein halos araw-araw kinukuha namin yung solid materials sa waterways, sa creek, sa ilog. Sabi ko, okay, ganito labanan natin. You cannot teach old dogs you tricks. Mahirap, mahirap talaga labanan ng mga bad habits. Ganito na lang, habulin natin yung mga anak nila. Hunin natin yung basura na tinatapon nila sa ilog hanggang sa magkakulani sila, nakakatapon, tayo hindi mapapagod, nakakapulot. And let's show it to the children, their children who are watching on the daily thing, on daily activities, that that is the right way. You don't throw garbage in the creek. Government will clean it, and your what your mother and father is doing is wrong. So I am now after to the next generation and creating new good habits. No, yon ang isang approach. Same thing with our Manila Bay. Same thing with our Basayco Beach, our uh, Bayside. Meron na tayong uh, team mandaraga. So we, we, we compartmentalize. We don't mix. Kumbaga parang jiggy. Bahala ka sa lahat ng estero. Pedro, bahala ka sa lahat ng Manila Bay and so on and so forth. So that I know for a fact that when there's complaint, when there's negligence, when there's inefficiency, I know whom to call. Uh, so kaya nalilidi siya ng so. Then another thing, we don't have, uh, hindi lang namin problema ang solid materials sa waterways. Problema din namin ang kalsada. Pool of obstruction. Ang kalsada, well, Supreme Court said, roads, alleys, boulevards, and highways are beyond the commerce of men. Now, to bring back the normal, what we did is not new. It's, it's just going back to normal. Roads should be made available to put traffic and vehicular traffic. And the people deserve the roads. So, sabi ko sa mga utaw, oh, tama na kayo, ligpit-ligpit na kayo. Oh, awa ng Diyos, hindi naman sa pagbubuhat ng bangko, yung 15,000 vendors ng Recto Boulevard was gone in 48 hours after 30 years. Oh, you know. Then, we went to the Ginawa naman namin sumunod, Gigi, huh? inch by inch, meters by meters, kilometers by kilometers, o consistency. Ibig sabihin, ganitong ginagawa namin. Alibad, tumira kami ng 100 meters. Ngayon, bukas sitirahin ko ulit yun. Bukas sitirahin ko ulit yun. Bukas sitirahin ko ulit yun. Hanggang sa makita ng tao, gigil pala talaga ang gobyerno na linisin. Then they start being, you know, nahihiya na. Teka, uh, Ayaw ko na, makikipagkulitan pa ako sa gobyerno. Ikaw, nilinisin din naman to. Then, it became a kilometer. Then, it became two kilometers. Then, it became three kilometers. And so on and so on. So, dahan-dahan, pero bago namin bitawan, alam mo yung lutul na? Alam mo yung, kumbaga sa kanin na, eh, in-in na. No? Uh, ganun namin siya. Bago kami lalayo. So, you may see, you may see some challenging streets in the city of Manila. Because we're not yet there. Diba? Ang point namin, imbis na shotgun, tapos only to find out, wala kang tinamaan, I would rather have one kilometer clean than instantly cleaning 100 kilometers and only to find out the following day, it's there again. So exercising in futility and waste of, uh, waste of government resources. 
So you concentrate small, big, bigger, biggest, dahan, dahan. But the key is consistency and persistence. So, kaya awan ng your incentive Sorry. scheme, or you mentioned in one of your interviews, you have an incentive scheme for those who will segregate. You will give them coupons and all that stuff. Is, yes, is that that's money? Is it working? Money. Is that in, in full force already, sir? Yes. Uh, in fact, uh, in my uh, state of the city address recently, we've sold, uh, I think, 40,000 tons of plastic materials. So, so it's. Uh, 40, 40 tons of uh, plastic out of our uh, waterways, out of our dump site, and it's now being used in, in, in other uh, ways. That's a good start. I always believe in uh, principle of temperature. Anything above zero is positive. So it's there. It's so regular. explain to us the incentive scheme, Po. Uh, what, is, what is your incentive scheme? Because I think, like I said earlier, Po, I think societies, you build better societies if you, if you uh, give them uh, the right incentives. So you mentioned you have an incentive a scheme yes. for, for the segregation. Can you explain to us what binabayaran, your Binabayaran ng mga company ito yung mga plastic na nakukuha namin. At ang binabayaran yung barangay o yung taong involved. Kung, okay. kung sino nag-participate. Alam mo, Jiggy, nag-participate ka. Tapos hmm. you accumulate plastic. Then... Uh, our partners will collect that instead you throwing it in the regular uh, bin, no? You segregate okay. it. Then one way or another, you're gonna accumulate uh, X number of peso that can be converted in food products. Like for example, okay. milk, uh, uh, misang cash, uh, you know, maraming forms of incentives depending sa mga naging partners ng local government. So the millennials are responding to it poor. They're, they're exchanging their trash for all of these goods. Some of them. Okay. Some of them. And I think uh, yeah, it's making a dent in, okay. in a way. Making a dent. Yeah. Because uh, one, anybody. Ako, masaya na ako. May isang, masaya ako. Kasi may naniwala. Then may maniniwala at maniniwala at maniniwala. So... Alam mo yung, sabi ko nga sa'yo yung principle of temperature, doing nothing will give you nothing. But doing something, you know, anything above zero is positive. So, kaya nakaipo kami in less than, I think, seven months. 40 tons of uh, plastic materials. So, I'm happy. I'm happy about it and it's gonna continue. So, ito yung mga tipo na, alam mo yung sinimula mo, dapat dire-diretso lang. Yun nga, sabi ko sa'yo, consistency, persistency. So, naturally, if and if everybody's doing it, can you imagine? Uh, then, again, air is garbage also. If you have bad air, you have garbage in there. So, we had a policy and making open green space in the city of Manila. Unfortunately, after so many months of building vertical garden and making it uh, because there's science on it and uh, we're proving that it can be done. It's all over here in Loton. Uh, we got the attention of DNR and DNR donated a machine, the first high-end machine in the country donated to the city of Manila recently. This is AQM, Air Quality Monitoring. 
and we're very happy to share to you. Uh, it's an audited testing, no? When they test, we pass. <laughs> Unfortunately, before, you know Loton, no? Are you familiar with Loton? Hundreds Loton. of thousands of vehicles passed by uh, Loton, huh? Yeah, yeah. With smart. Because of, we're creating a circle of open green space in the area and making it any available vertical space to be converted as, uh, to make vegetation or, or uh, plants, to grow plants. You can see it also in, in, in you look at the, the new Jones Bridge. In the middle of Jones Bridge, there's a vertical garden. In the middle of the street, huh? in the middle of the street. Wow. How can you grow flowers? Huh? It's a matter of uh, really being consistent. So these are the approach you know, with, with the environment. Basura, physical, hindi nakikita, particles sa hangin. Too big, no? and on top, on top of all of these accomplishments, Mayor, um, you have of course given free mass testing for COVID-19 to all Manilenios and even everyone who wants to get a test in the area. This is something that not even the national government has thought about of mass testing for all. How did you do it? And what was the rationale behind not just testing everyone in Manila, but anyone who wants to get a test. How we do it? Wala. There's no rocket science on it. It's a matter of believing in something. Now, what's the rationale? You know, this, this virus, SARS-CoV-2, or mas kilalang COVID-19, it's a universal problem. So when it's a universal problem, we have to be boundless. Hindi na namin kailangan i-approach ito dahil gusto lang namin proteksyonan yung Maynila. We are intertwined. Our streets, avenues, and boulevards are intertwined. So my point is, we want to create something na inclusive yung approach. Na yung aming kapitbahay kapag pinabayaan namin one way or another dadayo sa amin yun ibabalik lang sa amin yung virus in the same manner maybe maging mabuti rin sila and everybody is doing the same so we are in one direction one journey one goal to really master now can we sustain that's another question and I was very honest, and I'm going to be honest with you, with Cebuanos. How long can we do it? As long as kaya namin. We will give it for free to anybody. And our reasons behind it is, at the very least, if I can give you GK, you know, your, your, your family, your, your, your loved ones here, give them peace of mind. Because at this stage of our crisis, I think, I don't know with your viewers or you uh, will agree with me that there is already what we call COVID fatigue or COVID anxiety. So, lahat ng tao may pangamba. Now, kung ganun ang pananaw namin bilang pamalang usod ng Manila, then I think we should address that. So, we have to give certain level of confidence or peace of mind 
as part of our oath. Di ba, sinumpaan namin itong kulin yun na paglilingkuran namin kayo ng matiwasan, mapapanatag namin ng inyong kalooban. Now, having said that, uh, hanggat kaya namin, mahirap na kaming syudad. That's to be uh, uh, blatant, blunt, or fair to you. But we will, we will try to make it available as soon, that's the key, no? That's the key. As soon as possible. Because one of my personal, it may not be the same belief, from, from my personal belief is uh, the earlier detection, the better for everybody and the, the person itself. Esko, I don't know if I'm logical, and, and you seem to be very good at logic, but if Manila can do it, why can't the rest of the country do it? Is, is that logical for me to say? Are you expecting yes. the entire country to follow suit and have free testing, not just for a specific city and the surrounding area, but the entire Philippines? Isn't that the uh, solution to all of this? You've seen other countries, Diba. Now it's really about testing, testing, testing. And one of the problems here is that our testing is not free. Uh, do you think uh, the government will eventually give free testing uh, for all? One, as I have told you, it's not rocket science. It's duplicable. Kayang gawin. It's a matter of principle. Kung talagang pinanggigigilan ng isang leader. Any second question? Uh, it can be... Uh, um, yeah. You think the country, the entire country can follow suit yes. and have it's, it's, mass testing for all? Yes. Now, is it the only key uh, solution to the problem? My answer is no. This is just one of so many approaches that we can delay the curve. Or, uh, uh, flatten the curve. Uh, uh, flatten the curve and delay the yeah. exponential growth. No? Because we are buying time. Two, there's no playbook in this kind of pandemic. The last time that we have this is 1918. It ended up in 1920. And at the time, there's no so much reading materials that were produced, uh, no materials that were shared on how to handle this type of pandemic. No? And there's no playbook. But if I may share uh, to our viewers, if we consider this as a battle, a battle for survival, because it's our health, exactly. so we are in the survival mode. So if it is a battle, and I think history will tell us and teach us that in a battle, movement is survival. Hibernation will kill you. So we have to move, move fast. And that is, mas mataas ang probability ng surviving such battle. So having learned this from our history books in the past, that's what we're trying to do now. At tingin ko naman, tingin ko kayang ibigay ng libre. Okay, why? Kami nga, wala nga kami kapera-pera. But the problem is, it's a matter of pride. Like in my case, walang pride-pride, fried chicken lang yun. Namamalimos ako, Jiggy. I swear. I swear to God. Namamalimos ako. Yes, we have money. Those long-term development, these are already appropriated. It is planned beforehand, before COVID. 
but for COVID alone, nag-dried up na yung aming capacity to sustain, to, to uh, uh, cushion the economic effect to every family here. So, patuyo na. Now, what we did, baka may nanonood na gustong tumulong. Pero hindi lang niya alam kung paano siya tutulong or hindi pa siya na-inspire to, to, to act, no? to heed to the call of, to action. So what we did, we bought one, we bought two, and we show it that it can be done. Did you know, Jiggy uh, and our viewers, last Monday, in the middle of the meeting, the directional meeting, because it was made available to Manilans and non-Manilans, did you know that somebody donated 6.3 million, one person, one person, 6.3 million, and another person, 3 million. In one hour, I received about 9.3 million. Can you imagine, alam mo sino donate? Non-Manilans. So my point is, marami palang mga manunood, marami palang mga tao, na pwede mong i-move. So this is now the principle of groundswell. No? From the bottom up. So when you, when you empower people to call to action on a particular goal, and if they believe in that goal, magpa-participate pala ang mga tao. So now, we have 11,300 uh, capacity. We were on our uh, first week. To, uh, today, is, oh, yeah, today is our first week. Uh, we have two sites, Loton and Grandstand. Now we've launched uh, walk-in in the community. Tomorrow we're going to launch another walk-in because we bought a new machine, bigger, better, more load capacity uh, because of the donation. So, think of Kung halimbawa, halimbawa lang, just, just for the sake of conversation, if we, if we, no, all of us, ask the people, hey, Gigi, I have an idea. I'm going to do this. What do you think of it? Then if I trigger you, oh, I like your idea. Can I participate? Then the government would say, thank you very much. Thank you in advance. Then that's what you call empowerment. And I think, and I think a lot of people nowadays, are sensible enough to understand the gravity of the situation. So it's either we help each other act in unison and universally approach it in an inclusive manner, then naturally people will participate. Um, it's called Metro Manila. I just found out today that it is the most densely populated area in the world. Manila. That is Manila. Manila. Yeah, according to Wikipedia, Manila alone. Yeah, Manila according alone. to Wikipedia, you're the most densely, densely yes. populated urbanized or, or city in the world, not just in the Philippines, but in the world. So uh, yes. you have this invisible enemy in the most densely populated area in the world. And I know, based on the previous uh, pronouncements, that you're a very data-driven, uh, you're a science-driven kind of uh, a person. What does the data tell you, sir? Uh, um, how do you think can uh, can uh, you defeat this virus in 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 Manila? No, I cannot defeat. What does the data alone. say? No, I cannot defeat it alone. No, nobody can. 
And I'm going to tell you very frankly, not even the most powerful person in this world in our time, powerful country, wala lugmok. Tingnan mo ang Estados Unidos. Lugmok sila. Japan, lugmok. China, lugmok. Singapore, lugmok. Lahat. So, nobody. No? But, it can be addressed. It can be confronted. Now, if I may put this in right perspective, no? we have about 2.4 million. Based on National Statistics, uh, Philippine Statistics Agency, in 2005, we have about 1.8 million. Nighttime population, 3 million daytime. But after this COVID, we found out in five years of non-census of the national government, we have about 2.4 million nighttime. At 70,000 per square kilometer population, highly dense. Pero alam mo, pinagpapasalamat ko, Jiggy. Talagang pinagpapasalamat ko si Diyos. Yes, we have 4,061. We have 1,400 as of today active cases. We have 2,462 graduated and free of COVID. We have about 195 deaths. You do your math. With a highly density, high density per square kilometer in the world, and yet we have 4,000. So I'm not saying we're solving. There's COVID, there's danger. I'm not belittling for 4,061. I'm just being pragmatic with our conversation in terms of statistics and be fair with the statistics that, you know, one is dangerous. That I agree. Because these 10 millions. More than 10 millions of cases started with one. So we cannot belittle 4,600. But we have to be very practical about tackling the issue. Are we on the right track now? If you are going to answer, my answer is that if I'm going to rate the city's effort, major okay, major okay. But I'm not solved about it. Hindi para mag-relax, you know. But with the numbers, at the rate we're going, and the, the aggressiveness of your city government here in Manila, empowering our hospitals, buying the best equipment in the world that there's existing, uh, providing more medical professional, hiring more, you know, it's literally pushing, using our local resources and some national resources, gearing it towards the health sector. So doon namin siya binungos talaga. Then every day of our life, every day of our life, as you can see, it's 8 o'clock, I'm still in the office, we still tackle COVID every day for dinner, lunch, breakfast, meriendas. It's part of our daily lives. We made it sure na kami lahat, ang attention namin, COVID. Because there's nothing to govern anymore. If people are dying, there's no use to be a government if your people are getting sick and dying. So we focus while we address also economics. You know, there are some portion of us, our policies addressing economics, uh, domestic economic growth in, in our city. But most of our energy resources are being thrown to address and confront COVID-19. Again, Sir, do you I, have think to, that's a I have to government? have disclaimer. I have to have disclaimer. We're just there. Wala pa kami success. Okay. Success is zero COVID. That is... Okay. Wow. A medal okay. for, for everybody. Uh, sir, but do you think there's that's still danger uh, in Manila. 
you know, um, the uh, the government is, it, especially Congress these days, is is busy with uh, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, denying the franchise renewal of, of uh, uh, ABS-CBN, passing an anti-terror bill, and now I think they're going to do a charter uh, change. Uh, a conversation is ready in the works. Uh, um, don't you think, sir, that, uh, like you said, nothing, uh, there's nothing to govern if everybody is dead. Uh, don't you think our priorities are, are kind of uh, suspicious? And uh, uh, it's supposed to be all hands on deck. I mean, like, we are not doing well uh, as a country, as a nation, in our response to the pandemic. There are other countries that are doing well. There is a way to do this that can actually fix this. New Zealand, you know, uh, is a classic example and many other countries that I can name. Uh, but uh, why are we doing all of these things? Are we kind of too distracted? Maybe that's why our, our uh, response to the pandemic isn't all that good. In fact, it's terrible, if I should say so, based on where we are now. What's, what's going on? What's going on, sir? I'm not a member of Congress. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe they have priorities. Maybe uh, they have uh, other uh, things that they see that we don't see that needs to be attended. Kanya-kanya kaming obligasyon, kanya-kanya kaming sinumpang tungkuli, at may kanya-kanya siyang responsibilidad. But if I'm going to be given a chance, uh, theoretically, uh, I'll focus more on how to address this pandemic. More than anything Isco, else. More, more than anything else. Uh, Isco, you've, you've only been mayor for a little over a year, right? You barely started. Now, uh, you are here right smack in the middle of a pandemic. Um, uh, you mentioned during your pre-COVID, you know, the good old days, so to speak, you know, before COVID-19 that, you know, the key is discipline, you know, accepting your reality. You mentioned all of those key words during one of your speeches. And uh, the reality is that things will be tougher before it gets better. But now here we are, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, which means that things will even be much harder for much longer. Um, what is your message to all of us, sir? Not just probably the millennials, but everyone in the country. What is your message to all of us who were already expecting hard times even before the pandemic? Now that we're in, the, in this pandemic, things are getting even, probably getting worse before it gets better. Anong mensahe nyo sa amin, sir? Go ahead. Well, one, I think, economically speaking, for family, you know, it teaches us how to save. That's one. Save for the worse. I think that is very important because hindi pala natin alam na posible pala mangyari ito sa atin. Isang araw, hihinto na lang ang mundo at wala na tayong mapaguhugutan to protect economically our family. I think that's uh, one, one lesson that uh, we should understand. Kasi ito mo, kat katulad ngayon, marami na wala ng Marami na wala ng trabaho ngayon. Marami na wala ng negosyo. Uh, even, even big companies are collapsing. Huwag na tayo lumayo. Kala nyo ba na pwede magsara airline? 
yung isang araw to bigil lang ng lahat ng mundo these are this this thing should teach us how to say say maging langgam tayo utak langgam always uh, save for the words that's that's one now going back to what can we do what what can we do together uh, i think we should start caring you cannot be an island or hindi na to pwedeng me 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 and only me it's about us nobody will come to our country because they have their own problems at the end of the day wala magmamalasakit sa ating mga kababayan kundi tayo rin kapwa natin uh, i think you know what is called uh, uh, your uh, true uh, success story the philippines is fascinated by your uh, personality because of your straight talking no bullshit uh, tough and your you know dashing good looks and all that stuff plus plus you have this gigantic task of trying to resurrect the historic city of manila we can't help but root for you and cheer for you and uh, i think manila is kind of a microcosm of the philippines with all of its problems and i think uh, deep in our hearts we feel that if you can fix manila maybe you can fix us too <laughs> so isko thank you so much no, no. you're me good no, luck no, no, to no, you oh, thank you for your and kind we will words. be watching uh, you uh, my hands is full in manila <laughs> I, i really have to prove to you first i really have to exactly. prove to you first that things can be done but i'm just starting you know, you know. yes exactly that's uh, why that's why we're here to cheer for you uh, we're cheering for you isko and uh, thank I you for your good words uh, umasa kayo umasa kayo na kahit na kayo ay malayo uh, diyan sa Cebu o meron na kayo mga kaanak dito umasa kayo sa lungsod ng Maynila we will try to make everybody feel that there is a caring caring and honest city government and certain about our rules in the city government. Yan, pantay-pantay. Yes, tama yung sinabi mo kanina. Diverse. Manila is the melting pot of the country. We will see to it traditions, customs, and culture will be protected here in the city. So whether you're Bisaya, whether you're Muslim, Chinoy, Ilonggo, or uh, Ilocano, Bicolano, it doesn't matter. When you come to Manila, we'll try to make you feel, at the very least, comfortable or maliwalas at maging mabuting pamahayan ng bawat pamilyang Pilipino ang lungsod ng Manila. We'll try in our own little way, we will try in our own little way to bring back the glorious days of the city in the 60s. That's our heyday where all Filipinos would want to be in Manila. It's hard. It's not easy. There will be stumbling blocks along the way. But katulad ng paglilinis sa kalsada, we'll try inch by inch, meter by meter, kilometer by kilometer 
And hopefully, with your prayers, and thank you for your kind words, you inspire us to do better. And I hope you continue to support us. Malayo man kayo o madumako man kayo dito sa Maynila. Ang isusukli ko lang sa inyo, uh, magiging mainam kami at magiging masinop kami sa paglilingkod sa bayan. And to top it all, we'll try to be efficient as much as possible. Thank you so much, Isko. And we will be watching you, okay? <laughs> we'll be cheering for you. I thank you, thank you, thank you. Mag-iingat kayo dyan, ha? Oh, you do the same. Kayo. Thank you so much. Thank you. Basta, basta hanggat may COVID, kahit isa lang, kahit isa lang, take it seriously. Take it seriously. Okay. Like the way we, we look at it here in Manila. And we need each other. We need to protect ourselves. And love one another. Tandaan niyo ha, magkaiba man tayo ng salita. Pinaghihiwa-hiwalay man tayo ng dagat. Iisang bansa tayo. Iisang dugo, Pilipino. We should keep on continuing to believe that we are one as Pilipino. Isang bansa, isang diwa, isang bandila. Yun, importante. With unity, with unity, tingin ko, and in unison in action, one way or another, magtatagumpay tayo. Niawa ang Diyos. Naniniwala ako laging niawa ang Diyos. Kailangan lang natin na magsikap. Okay. Mag-ingat kayo. Pagpalainawa yes. kayo ng pong may kapal. Yes. Thank you, Isko. Thank you so much. Good luck. Thank you, Jiggy. Good luck. Stay safe. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Isko, you're me, Moreno our guest for the Philosopher Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Juga Jr. You guys stay safe, okay?